Hartford Healthcare did vaccinate most of Connecticut, um, and we need to continue to get that message out there. So you'll see that we did that in a subtle but prominent way. And it also served as a reminder of the holidays and, and what a gift that is to the people you love. We rented a house right, right here in Connecticut. We created a movie set. So the snow in the spot, there was a snow machine on set. Welcome to More Life and to Christmas in Connecticut. In this episode, Hartford HealthCare's Steve Coates has a very cool assignment. He takes us behind the scenes of a state-of-the-art television commercial production. His guests are Helene Lightstone, she's Senior Director of Branding at Hartford HealthCare, and Reem Noah, Senior Vice President of Healthcare Marketing at Adams & Knight, Hartford HealthCare's creative partner. They give us their unique perspective, which describes their partnership and how their teams successfully take a simple idea from its conception all the way through to the end result, a powerful 30-second TV spot, one that not only evokes emotion, but achieves every advertiser's goal, encouraging viewers like us to take action. Here's Steve Coates. This year's Hartford HealthCare Holiday TV commercial has really been the most talked about commercial in my time here. It's almost 10 years now. If you haven't seen it, and I'll do a terrible job of describing it, a young man, presumably in his 30s, goes to see his mom and his gift to her, but in a much more dramatic fashion, is his COVID vaccine cart. Just a really powerful message about the importance of getting the vaccine and some people's reluctance. We'll include a link with the podcast so you can watch it if you haven't already. The question I've been getting a lot lately is how do these things go from an idea to a commercial. We have a team that does that. We have a couple of teams that do that. Take us through the process. Helene, I'll start with you. Last year was the first year we ever did a holiday spot that I know of. And and it really was initiated by Pat Dugan, who's the copywriter and kind of creative mind behind a lot of what we do. And we liked it because it had a message we felt that was important for the holidays, which was last year wearing a mask. So that's how we got there. This year, he presented this script and and there really was no plan to do it. It was just that the script was so impactful and powerful. It did a dual purpose. It reinforced our messaging that we've done to people to get vaccinated to prevent COVID. And it also served as a reminder of the holidays and, and what a gift that is to the people you love. So the script came in, I read it, Keith read it, then we talked and said, we really should do this. And he shared it with other people, but Reem has insights on the other side of that process. For those listening, Pat Dugan, who Helene mentioned, is the creative director for Adams and Knight, Hartford HealthCare's creative partner on many of the commercials you see, many of the marketing campaigns. Keith Fontaine is the Hartford HealthCare vice president of consumer activation and branding. That holiday spot from last year was such a wonderful commercial about the importance of wearing a mask with the little girl putting masks and all of her stuffed animals, if you remember. So, Reem, how does the idea go from Helene's team to Pat's computer, then from Pat's mind to a 30-second commercial? How does that happen? That's, that's a really great question. Thank you for having me on. Um, it, again, Helene is such a great partner and Keith and the whole team in Hartford as a whole. So we're always kind of thinking about, you know, how do we continue to elevate and tell our Hartford healthcare brand story? Last year, like Helene said, was the first year that we 
created a holiday spot. And that really came from how do you know, you look at some of the really big national brands, they have holiday spots, right? It's a way to continue to connect with your customers, with your patients, your consumers. And so we felt that Hartford Healthcare was on that level and needed to, and it really was a way for us to continue to tell our brand story. Um, so Pat said, hey, wouldn't it be great? What do you think? Should we do this? I said, love it. And I know that Keith and Helene and Jeff and the whole Hartford Healthcare team would. So he started writing scripts and we reviewed them internally. Um, we got, you know, felt good about something. And then we come and present it to um, Keith and Helene and say, hey, we have this idea. They're great partners. Not, they don't always love everything that we do, but like we, we, it's a very collaborative process and they help, you know, make things better. From there, usually though, we don't always jump into, into, into script. Um, we usually start a little bit earlier with concepts. You know, we're kind of narrowing down on where we want to be. Then from there, a script is created. From there, once we have approval on a script, we then kind of break it down and say, okay, how are we going to produce this? Um, you know, working with our team internally, um, working with art directors, working with, um, you know, sometimes we have internal production team. We sometimes partner with external production partners and, and a company um, to say, how are we now going to bring this to life? Where are we filming it? Who are we casting? How are we bringing this all to life visually? And we start to storyboard out the words visually so that we can say, okay, this is going to be outside. Ooh, we want to have snow. Like for example, the snow in the spot, there was a snow machine on set. That was an idea that the art director came up with and, you know, and said, this is great, but what if we did this? So again, it's always that adding that collaborative when you start to visualize it and then realizing, okay, for example, the, the patient, the, the son that you talked about, we looked at the data to see what demographic made most sense, who still wasn't vaccinated. And we said, okay, this is the right demo. Um, and we cast accordingly. We cast real actors. That's the emotion that you see. We create the storyboard. We come up with casting options and we come back again. It's a very collaborative process and say, you know, how do these options look? What do you think? And, um, and Helene, maybe you can talk a little bit about what goes into, you know, your choices and how we're making, you know, how you're kind of approving and, and your process too. And then we can go from there. Yes. So I think we always have to look and see whatever story we're telling. Does it elevate our brand? Does it tell the message about Hartford Healthcare or the service within it that we want to tell? Um, and that was very much the case here. And then the production side is a little different and trickier sometimes. And, and we all have a, a role in that, even as we look to see, are people dressed the way we would want them to be? Do they represent the group we want? Do, are they wearing colors that work with our brand? Everything from that initial casting to the actual execution of getting it on film and being there as it's being done and being able to contribute from our end, our thoughts and ideas. So when I saw the snow against the dark background in that spot as they were filming, I made the suggestion that we close with a spot with this with the snow and bring our logo up over that versus our typical because of the coloring in our logo we'll usually go to a white background and bring it up with the colors intact, the, the black. And instead, we, we did it against the dark background because it was so beautiful and moving and the snow was, was fabulous. How do you choose locations for shoots like this? This one, with the snow in the background, could easily have been a Hollywood movie set. 
<laughs> we created we created a movie set. So we found a location again through our location scout. We rented a house um, in an area that was central. Um, again, a lot goes into that. How does the house look? You know, um, is it is it is it authentic to the story that we're telling? Um, you know, we wanted to make sure that we wouldn't be disruptive to neighbors and all of that. So all of that's taken into account, and we scout the location prior. We also make sure that um, you know that the client, Keith and Helene, in this case, approve the the location that we're going to be filming at because. Helene was with us on, um, usually is with us on, on the shoot. In addition to our crew, um, there was a very large crew in terms of, you know, the director and all of the lights and all of the, the special effects that we had that day in the production and makeup and wardrobe. Yeah, it was, it was a, it was a house um, that we scouted and we, you know, wanted it to look an authentic. Right in Connecticut. Right, right, right here in Connecticut. One more thing before um, that I also, to build on what Helene was saying, as we're kind of continuing to tell the story and tell our brand story, we don't want to hit you over the head with it, but you will notice that on the vaccine card, and that was a decision that, you know, I actually pulled out my vaccine card and said, can we make sure, like, I love that it had the little Hartford healthcare gears on my card. I don't know if everyone's card has that, but my card had those stickers and that's our nod to Hartford healthcare. We always try to, whether it's what Helene talked about in terms of incorporating brand colors, um, we're always, you know, trying to find ways to incorporate the um, Hartford Healthcare brand cues, um, you know, and in this case, Hartford Healthcare is helping, you know, give that that gift of peace of mind. Hartford Healthcare did vaccinate most of Connecticut, um, and we need to continue to get that message out there. So you'll see that we, we did that in a, in a subtle but prominent way. You touched on this a little bit and turning to other types of ads that your team has done on TV, for TV ads, for campaigns, for service line ads. Authenticity is something that is so important to what you do. And I'm not sure people notice when we're doing anything, a service line ad about, about you know, whether you're in the OR or whether you are in uh, the emergency department, everything has to be perfect. How do, you, how do you ensure that? Are you working with teams inside that are helping you? Are there people on site? We always try to find someone <clears throat> from the clinical perspective to over see the work that we're doing so that it's realistic. And we've had some misses there in the past. Even when you have experienced people in the room, they don't always catch every detail. So we've learned by experience. And the reason it's so important is because we want the messaging to be credible. And if you have something that's not right and somebody catches it, then they say they don't know what they're doing. That's not right. That would never happen. As you know, Steve, on a a recent spot, we had even a clinical person send some gloves over for a shot with a surgeon and they were the wrong color gloves and Reem picked up on it. So it's very important because you don't want your carefully thought out product to fall on some detail that that was missed. So how has COVID impacted filming? A lot of your spots, a lot of your commercials last for a long time. They have a long shelf life. So do you film with masks, without masks? How do you, how do you do that? Yeah, sometimes we've done that. And sometimes early on, you'll remember, um, Helene, um, some of our campaigns, we were trying to either concept or film in a way that we wouldn't have to even show the face. Um, like, And that worked for our back center. Um, and we were able to create a campaign and focus on patients' backs so that you wouldn't have to see you know, the, the mask um, piece so that it would have longer shelf life. We've done um, with and without masks. Um, but 
you know, I think we've worked really well collaboratively, again, as a team, making sure that we were following protocols. As soon as vaccines were out, we were making sure, and this was, you know, Helene was very, um, you know, adamant as Hartford Healthcare, um, but also our, our team, you know, followed in step to say, any of our talent, any of the production partners, um, you know, always doing the right and safe health thing that they needed to be fully vaccinated as well. So always taking precautions, Steve, but the mask, no mask thing, we found creative ways around it, but it continues, it continues. It was just a conversation this morning, something that we're working on, right, Helene, that yeah. we're going to be actually filming in January. And January 2022, like, and we didn't think that this would still be a question, but it, it still continues to be a question. Actors or no actors? I think that's a question people ask all the time. Why, why don't we have real clinicians in that? When do you decide and how do you decide um, whether to use actors or whether to use real people, so to speak? So we try whenever possible to use real clinicians and we often use real patients. However, the demands of a shoot, especially if you're a main character, people don't realize that within those 30 seconds, there may be eight hours of shooting involving that person. So if it's something where we feel it needs the stamina of an actor, we will do that. And we will tell real patient stories often in other media interviews where it's one and done. People say what they want. Often, if it's a scripted line, it's hard for a patient to say it. So we don't ever want to make a patient feel like they're not performing well, if we shoot them 15 times saying the same line and then do it a whole other way. It's acting is a job and skilled actors do it well. But we also try to have real patients when appropriate, especially if it's not a big speaking role or a demanding shoot. And we try to have real clinicians whenever possible. People are watching less traditional TV these days, network TV. What are some other ways you're ensuring that people are seeing these TV commercials? So we have very robust social media platforms and sites that we roll them out on. We also have digital screens, so people see them both within our organizations and in places like West Farms Mall, where we have a screen and we're able to do that. And we put them on the web. Often people will watch commercials when they're looking for a service and they see a commercial related to it. So we try to get them anywhere and everywhere that they will accommodate that. We also use some curated types of um, services to get our messaging out, delivering ads with videos in them. Now a little bit about both of you personally, both interesting stories in how you got here, how you got to the marketing world. Reem, you started as a pharmacist. What was that journey like? Why? Why did you come to marketing? <laughs> so I am a pharmacist by trade. I remember in my last year of pharmacy doing a, I had a really cool professor and he uh, gave us a course in pharmaceutical marketing. And I was like, this is so cool. I love that. Like marrying that science, um, you know, with, with the creative. I thought that was phenomenal. Um, when I graduated, I worked for Novartis um, in pharmaceutical sales. And um, that was my first job and it was great, but I worked on a product that I didn't like the marketing materials. Now looking back at that, I'm like, it's so taboo. I created my own marketing materials um, and my own message. How crazy is that? Um, got best sales. Um, and then the marketing team was like, all right, you need to come to this side. So started working in brand management on the pharma side. Um, and then 
was um, introduced to the world of advertising. I worked for J. Walter Thompson, um, actually in Saudi Arabia, um, and was the first woman to work in that advertising agency. <laughs> um, that was back in 2000, 1999-2000. Um, worked on a number of really interesting um, campaigns there um, and launched Viagra in Saudi Arabia, um, working with Pfizer as our, as our client there. So did a lot of pharmaceutical marketing. So that was kind of that bridge, right? Like going from that, but it's always the, the healthcare, the pharma helped me understand how for example, medicines work, and then putting that being able to translate that um, into kind of a more creative uh, lens and working with creative partners like, like Pat and Don and you know people like them. Um, so fast forward, I've been doing this for 25 years, I got my master's in healthcare marketing and administration um, in 2010. Um, so I really just wanted to focus more on kind of building healthcare brands. And, um, and that was around the time when we were starting to build um, you know, health systems were becoming more of a thing. It's been an amazing journey working with you and Helene and all of Hartford Healthcare, kind of building the Hartford Healthcare brands. And Helene, not only the resident rock and roll historian, knows everything about rock music for Hartford Healthcare. I believe you started your career as a reporter, correct? Well, I actually started as a social worker. And I did that, and I never thought of writing as a living. But as I was doing social work and in between jobs that I loved, I was in one that I really didn't care for that much. But I had always written and a friend of mine was hiring for a stringer job at a newspaper. And I started doing that. And and for 10 years, I was a reporter. And I really, really liked that. And then as I started to get older and I wanted to settle down a bit and not be working right through every night and 24 seven. Um, I wanted to, to have a baby and I got married and I moved from Massachusetts to Connecticut. And so I started working at Yukon Health Center. I took my first PR job at Yukon Health Center. And then when I was there, I was put on some projects to market things. And I, I met Alan Mintz of Mintz and Hoke. And I worked on some things with him and and did some writing. And he thought I was a good writer. And he asked what I was doing working on staff and would I want to come work with him and maybe go out on my own and write. And so I did. And I got a lot of experience with agencies. I formed a partnership with some people and started doing advertising writing. And he was really my mentor. And then if I didn't know how to do something, I would ask him or other people and sometimes got into projects that I wasn't sure about, but always had people supporting me to do it. And then when my son was a little older, I went and worked for a long-term care and rehab company before going to St. Raphael's, which was a client of mine from my own business, and then took a job at the old New Britain General, which became Hospital of Central Connecticut, which became part of Hartford Healthcare. And Reem knows this, that I always thought I was a really great creative and we did a lot of stuff in-house without an agency. And when I started working for Hartford Healthcare, when they acquired Hospital of Central Connecticut, um, Jim Blazer liked the model of an in-house creative team. And of course the workload was too much for one team, but I ultimately, you know, became in charge of that team for the system. And then 
working with our creative partners like Adams and Knight. And it's been a, a great partnership and a very productive partnership. I'll ask you both this final question. What is good healthcare marketing? What spots, what TV commercials really knock you out? What are the best ones you see and what, what do they all possess? I mean, authenticity, I think we touched on that, right? Authenticity is so important because um, it really, and, and we always talk about turning emotion into motion. So somehow connecting with people on, on a certain level. So it needs to be true. Um, it needs to be authentic um, and, it, and it needs to be emotion. And there are different kinds of, of emotion, obviously, but really in healthcare, I mean, some of the stuff that I mean, I, I'm biased, Helene, right? Like the, the stuff that we've worked on, right? Um, we've done some really awesome stuff um, for Hartford Healthcare. And I think some of the things that are kind of just like timeless are the ones where they were emotional. We were telling a story um, in a different and unique way and connecting with people. Um, kind of like this holiday spot, even though it is a little um, timely because of the pandemic, but, um, but it's still, um, there's the story there. There's a story that's being told and it's brought to you by Hartford Healthcare versus like in your face, if that makes sense. I agree that emotion is the, the glue, especially in television. There are other kinds of healthcare marketing that can be informational and they can be very valuable to people. But I think in television, you have 30 seconds to tell a really um, strong story and that can be difficult. So I think the best spots are those that do that. And I think emotion resonates because that's how people connect with the spot. If it touches them in some way, then they're likely to remember it and to have a a feeling for it. And I think if you've generated a feeling, then you've been successful, at least in in the part of establishing a connection to your brand and your messaging and and what you want to say and reaching the people that you want to reach. And we're looking forward to some more cool stuff, some great commercials in 2022. Talane, Reem, thanks so much. Great, thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Steve, Helene, and Reem. Now, you've got to watch the finished product. It's beautiful. Check the link in this episode's notes to take you there. You can follow and share Hartford HealthCare's More Life podcast for more episodes on a wide range of fascinating topics. Just search Hartford HealthCare on your favorite podcast platform. You'll be notified every time a new episode drops. For Hartford HealthCare, I'm Anne Pierre. Thanks for listening to More Life. I'm ready for my close-up. All the faces start to light up. You know I love this feeling. I got more life in my life. If you feel it, then you
love this feeling I got more life in my life 